Good morning. It's Thursday, September 12th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news all within 15 minutes or fewer. I'm Connor Tapp. Tennessee announced on Wednesday afternoon that suspended cornerback Bryce Thompson will resume practicing with the team. Thompson missed the first two games of the season while suspended indefinitely following his arrest on a domestic assault charge one week before the start of the season. It is unclear if Thompson will play against Chattanooga on Saturday. Head coach Jeremy Pruitt released a statement saying, quote, As university processes have progressed relating to Bryce Thompson, we've all taken this situation very seriously. I believe Bryce can grow by following the plan the university has put in place for him. As a result, I am allowing him to return to practice. You released a statement earlier this afternoon on Bryce. I was just wondering, you, it, speci- it mentions a plan but doesn't specify it. I don't know what the plan entails, what went into your decision, and does this mean he's available Saturday? You know, he's been away from the team for three weeks. He's been in school here. Uh, there's still lots of things that's got to go on here uh, with his situation, but um, you know, he obviously made a mistake, uh, and he, and but he needs to be around the football team. Uh, he's not practicing three weeks, so he needs to practice just to uh, – it's good for him. Jeremy, to follow up on that, you mentioned in your statement you believed in the plan for him. Can you elaborate on what that plan entails? And then also, was this uh, solely your decision uh, to reinstate him, or were there other people that uh, needed to be involved in that decision? No, it's uh, – it, it, we're, we're not going to discuss a plan. I mean, from privacy issues, that that has to. No, that there's when you talk about something like this, you don't just make a decision out on your own. You have to consult with people within within our university, and obviously, we have. Thompson has a court hearing scheduled for September 23rd. Alabama defensive end Antonio Alfano was the number one overall player in the class of 2019. Alfano has missed all three days of practice this week and was not on the field for Alabama's home opener this past weekend. Following Saturday's game against New Mexico State, head coach Nick Saban said Alfano was, quote, going through some discipline things with me, end quote, and could return if he makes the right decisions. Saban was asked for an update on Alfano on Wednesday. Just wonder if you had any update on the status of Antonio Alfano. Um, not really. You know, he's kind of um, disappeared a little bit. You know, I, I, you know, I talked to our team today about the fact that, you know, people make mistakes. Uh, we all make mistakes. I make mistakes. Probably everybody in this room makes mistakes. Um, we make mistakes as parents. We make mistakes as coaches. We make mistakes in just about everything that we do. But I think you compound the problem when you don't confront the mistakes that you make and you create greater consequences for yourself because of the choices and decisions that you make after you make a mistake. Hopefully this will be a learning experience for all the, all the guys on our team. FSU has hired former USF head coach and Oregon defensive coordinator Jim Levitt as a defensive analyst. Levitt and FSU head coach Willie Taggart were together at Oregon in 2017. Taggart left for FSU the following offseason and wanted to bring Levitt with him in the same capacity, but Levitt was given a substantial raise to stay in Eugene. But after the 2018 season, Levitt was not retained by head coach Mario Cristobal, opening up the possibility for Levitt to come to FSU. 
Levitt is expected to help with the Seminoles' transition to a 3-4 defensive scheme. Staying in Tallahassee, a suspension for FSU punter Logan Tyler was announced prior to the Seminoles' Week 2 game against Louisiana Monroe. Tyler's infraction was classified as a violation of team rules, but a public records request submitted by the Tallahassee Democrat returned a heavily redacted incident report for an August 22nd DUI incident involving Logan Tyler. Tallahassee police officers were dispatched to a traffic crash at 2.08 a.m. where a man was found unresponsive. The report says EMS officials were unsure if the victim was unresponsive due to a possible injury or due to his level of intoxication. Top 100 class of 2018 recruit Devin Williams has entered the transfer portal. The USC wide receiver has caught five passes to this point in his career, including one last Saturday in the Trojans' 45-20 win over Stanford. Billionaire T. Boone Pickens died Wednesday at the age of 91. Pickens donated $652 million to Oklahoma State University, and those contributions are thought to have had a major role in the revitalization of the Cowboys athletics programs in recent decades. Pickens had been in declining health following a series of strokes in 2017. Ohio State has had its trademark application for the word the rejected by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Trademark attorney Josh Gerben explains why. The USPTO has found that a prior application filed by the clothing company Mark Jacobs also for the word the could cause the refusal of the Ohio State University's application should the Mark Jacobs application proceed to registration. It's important to note at this point that that Mark Jacobs application has itself received an initial refusal for not using the trademark properly. So it's entirely possible that that Mark Jacobs application will go away and that will remove the only conflict that is currently cited against Ohio State. But that's not the only issue. The Patent and Trademark Office has also found that the Ohio State University is not properly using the word the as a trademark. And this is because Ohio State University filed the trademark application as it relates to a brand of shirts and hats. And in order for the trademark to register, Ohio State would have to use the trademark on a hang tag or label for the hat or shirts and not just on the front of the shirt or the front of the hat. Ultimately, this is a correctable error, but Ohio State will have to go back and start properly labeling the shirts and hats if they want the trademark application to be approved, provided that the Mark Jacobs application ultimately is not. That's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. No Thursday night games in FBS tonight, so we'll be back on Friday morning with the audio version of the 24-7 Sports College Football Show, which airs Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Central on YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook. Facebook.